Why have I quit my job? Why have I, you know, bought a van? And, and why am I going to drive around the country? Well, I'm passionate about the idea that you need to be heard. And I want to stitch these stories together across the states. We're going to find the commonalities. And it's going to be really an amazing experience. And I look forward to you joining me on the job. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Yeah, that's a fun little commercial. Uh, just figuring out how to make this stuff work. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Mental Health Today. Uh, we're sponsored by the JAR Foundation. And this is a show that we kind of aim to highlight some different people and different companies inside the mental health space and see what kind of tools are out there and what people are doing, both, you know, stuff that's working, been around a while, uh, new innovative stuff. And just kind of uh, share that and make some sort of a little beehive of a reservoir of information and a little, you know, a little hive of, uh, you know, everybody's got the little space in there. And we kind of know uh, all these little these little cool spots out there in the mental health space. Today, Tammy's here. Tammy Gilmore. Thanks for being a guest, Tammy. Really appreciate it. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, going to be fun. I'm kind of excited to hear a little bit more about your story, how you ended up um, doing what you're doing uh, in the wilderness, out there having fun in the wilderness, doing mental health stuff. Tell us, tell us how you got started. Tell us a little bit about the journey and what you're and what you're doing. Okay, I am. Um, I've been in the world of psychology forever. I taught high school psychology, and um, and then I um, went into traditional counseling as a licensed professional mm. counselor. I did some school counseling too. And um, on a, a training in Boulder, Colorado for um, compassion fatigue, they kept talking about nature therapy and talking to trees and like um, um, being out in the wilderness and okay. I just raised my hand and I was like, what is that? And how do I sign up? <laughs> and what I could do what I love helping people and still get to be outside doing it. It sounded like a no brainer to me. And yeah. I had signed up for the training like within Absolutely. Uh, a week and signed up and so it's it's been uh wonderful it's like nature is our co-therapist and uh we i still do traditional therapy in the office yeah. but seeing the benefits of being outside just for an hour session and especially for a weekend or longer it's it's just been really incredible and it's something that people can do on their own sit in their backyard and um, just really get grounded. Like you hear about, yes. you know, getting grounded. Well, like you literally can get on the ground and get grounded uh, when you're outside. So um, I, I've st studied all things from nature-based therapy, wilderness therapy, eco-psychology. And um, so I feel like I'm rambling now. Um, no, no, it's <laughs> kind of interesting. Like I, I want to, Actually, let me, even even while you're kind of still, you got a lot going on in the head. I want to like actually when you said it, and I just saw something the last couple of days grounded. And you know there are so many things I'm now finding as an adult that have some sort of actual real meaning behind them. Mm -hmm. And um, I've seen a lot of this material or talk around the scientific part about being grounded, literally feet touching the ground, and the electricity, the being connected truly being grounded. Is that a, is that a real thing? Um, a real thing. Yeah. Are you, do you guys, have you studied that or looked at that? Cause that's a part of the science as well as what your observations are. And that's what I love. I love, I mean, 
myself and other people that I know that love nature have always known we feel better when we when we're out in it. Yes. Now there's just like so much science behind it. There's something called the three day effect that Strayer did um, from University of Utah. And oh, what's that? It's the it's like all of the bonus things that happen three when you're uh, you're immersed into nature for three days and. Uh, I think they, um, one of the, I read about it in the nature fix, which is a great book um, by Florence Henderson. And she, um, anyway, they, they took a, an author out there who had like writer's block okay. because um, nature's believed to boost creativity the, oh, yeah. and, and the list of like benefits, like we'd be here for days and days and days for me to list all the benefits of just being <laughs> in nature, just like not even consciously, because wilderness therapy is consciously incorporating nature with the therapeutic process, but just being out there unconsciously, like it does Mm. amazing things for us. So once you incorporate it, then, um, then it's, I mean, it's just the benefits are over the top, but we, we see like forest bathing. Have you ever heard of forest bathing? No, no. Well, that the Japanese came up with forest bathing and, I believe it was in the 70s or 80s when they had um, people, uh, young age people in their 30s dying of overwork. I forget the Japanese name for it. So they started studying forest bathing. It literally means just a walk in the forest. Okay. And so they started studying it and seeing like the benefits of it. And they put EEGs on people's heads and, you know, check their blood pressure and their blood sugar and their you know, all of the physical things that would happen and, uh, and it like decreases stress hormones for sure is one of the top benefits that we always talk yes. about. But one thing I thought was really cool is they found out for, if you walk in the forest for 20 minutes, you will burn off 12% of your stress hormones. But if you sit in the forest or the woods for uh, 20 minutes, you burn off 13%. So 1% more by sitting. <laughs> so Having, having a sit spot of just being out there, being a part of nature, just melts away that stress. That's a shout. So. That's, a, <clears throat> that's a nature bath. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's a nature bath. So it's, yeah, it sounds cooler when you say forest bathing. Like you think yeah, you yeah, yeah. get a yeah. waterfall or something, but it's Japanese always have cool names for stuff. <laughs> right. So uh, there's the research is abundant of on now that it's just more and more coming out of like, Oh yeah, this is why this happens. And um, just, just recently I had a burnout retreat. It was like a three day in Brooklyn, Oklahoma. Okay. And um, there was a man there. I wanted I almost said young man, but he's 70 plus and he had had an injury right before. So he couldn't even really hike with us, but he did the sit spot. And then um we kind of like see um, the whole person when we're there. We mm. nourishing food, organic food. We, we feed people and then they get connection with um, others. And then the therapeutic work in nature that we're doing. And um, he left, he said he had never felt so satisfied with food and he just knew he was going to gain weight. He had lost five pounds and he sat in nature. <laughs> he had lost five pounds. His blood sugar was lower and he just said that he felt grounded for so much longer. And that's what they found like in the three day effect. And I don't know if you can tell, but I'm like really excited about this topic. Yeah, I know. I love it. You got you. It's really good. It's and I lo- I'm excited about it. Cause I just, I got have my own real connection to nature. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's like, like 
they uh, they see that how long you're in nature, like, and then how long the benefits last you okay. days and days yes. and weeks afterwards, like even boosting your immune system, you know, during all the pandemic that was like, oh, that's what we need to do because it boosts your immune system in, in our natural killer cells that kill virus and um, cancer cells. So it boosts those when you go in nature. And uh, the then they were like, is it the walk or is it nature? But they had people walk in the city and oh. in um, forested areas. And there was the difference, a huge difference. <laughs> I, I don't need to do a study for that. I've walked in the city. <laughs> my my dopamine does, you know, does not go in the right direction. Uh, my stress levels are usually, you know, jacked because I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to navigate cracks and everything else and horns. Right. And, yeah. No, I don't need to study that. A walk yes. in nature is not the same as walking in the city. Right, right. So it's very, it's very meditative. Like for ADHD, the calming mm. benefits of being out there and focus, easy attention. You know, our attention spans are terrible, but because of being out in nature, all those things are restorative. It's like literally resets our whole entire system. And there's a, 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 a pyramid like, you know, there's a food pyramid, but there's a nature yeah. pyramid of how much you should get or not should, but would be beneficial for you to get okay. is uh, so like 20 minutes a day. And, and then like on a weekend, a several hour hike and um, like once a week, and then they go to once a month, like a couple days, a little bit more out in the woods. And then they highly recommend um, who's they, there's some people who stay, yeah. <laughs> but uh the um immersing yourself for three days or more and that's where you get like the three-day effect that can boost lots of amazing things and decrease mm. the negative stuff of the stress hormones and doing that once or twice a year is really highly recommended i would yeah i mean nature is an it is an amazing and we're so i mean it feels like we're out a lot more people are out of touch and uh, more people are in the city than before mm-hmm do you, have you have you seen a change in the people that come to you over the years? Have you seen a change in what they're searching for or what stress kind of stress they have when they come? Yes, in fact, well, it's I've only been doing the nature, adding the nature piece for like about eight years, and mm. um, and so and it, and it really depends on the person. I have some friends who are yeah. indoorsy, and they don't they don't appreciate that. But I can tell you that there's something called a window of tolerance. And a window of tolerance okay. is when people are able to heal and do their work is about right here. Okay. And then if they're too depressed down here, like they can spend a whole hour in session and not even remember what happened or like get no benefit from it. Or they can be up here, super anxious, same thing. So I will ask people to go outside. I don't even know if this is answering your question, but. I'll ask people if they will go outside and walk for 10 minutes with me or to be outside for 10 minutes. And, and then they're like, it's not going to help because I don't like outdoors. And then when I bring them back in, it's like night and day. They're like, I hate to admit it, but okay, I feel better. And <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> I, can, I can, I can listen. I can sit and listen. I can sit. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So just, you can take them. I mean, that's too unplugging in a way, right? I mean, yeah. you're getting out of the the hum and the buzz of what's going on in a, inside of a building um, mm -hmm. and getting grounded. I spent um, I spent quite a bit of time on the road in the first part of doing my, my traveling podcast, The Jar, um, okay. the, the Jar one. And it was a solid eight months and a pretty manic schedule. 
not much time for thinking or reflecting. I mean, there were days and days here and there, but a lot of that was also kind of reflecting on the guests and, you know, and all the other work doing, but I spent about, it didn't take long in my sister's lake house. She had a sunroom and she parked me there for a couple of weeks and the sunroom just stared out over this forest of pines and a little lake in the background. And I was literally in nature. I mean, you know, like not touching it, but I was in it. Um, and of course, went down to the lake, you know, every day, but it was absolutely uh, reflective and immersive. And, you know, my brain calmed down. I slowed down and I had some really good. And it's where I came up with the idea of this podcast. It's where I came up with launching the foundation. Mm. The mental health part kind of just thunderstruck me. It was like, duh, you know, that's what you should be doing. So yeah. it was int- I mean, so I had some real recent real life experience. That's you know, just being immersed in this, fo- I mean, I still have the picture in my mind, right? This gorgeous sunroom and all I could see, you know, and I just put my laptop in front of me and I just stared, you know, stared in this huge forest of trees. And I had that, you know, that hum, you know, the hum yeah. of the earth was, was the, the noise that I heard. Yeah. So I so excited that you shared that because it's so true. And then that, like you said, I came up with the idea to do it what I believe is it's in there. It's, we yeah. don't slow down enough to listen and, yes. and, and be quiet and still to hear it. So that's another thing we do is like uh, kind of like what's your purpose in life and, you oh, know, I following your North star, your compass, like when you're on your path and, you know, designing future, you know, chapters mm. of your life. And so right. it's, it's allowing, and all the answers are inside you. It's just imagine, you know, it's, it's about getting in there and listening to that and giving mm. yourself time and space and nature just makes such a wonderful thing. And then, cause you said you're in the sunroom looking at nature, even like through windows, but also pictures of nature can help. So if you're in a city or an apartment, if you can put pictures of nature, wow. hype in um, essential oils, Cypress is really good that we've seen that people have like lots of great benefits from uh, having those natural oils in their house and not even going outside. So you can get some of the health benefits that way too. Yeah. Your mind's pretty good, right? If you smell the pine, like a real cedar or like the cypress, Mm -hmm. you smell like some big ass forest smells. You would, that would, that would send your mind racing. And I love what you said that you can still picture it and be there. So our mind, that's a wonderful place to go in your mind. And I I just had that happen um, just this weekend. We did a, like a two day and the woman was just blown away. She said, this is the best retreat I've ever been on my life. And it, I'm not like bragging about us. Like yeah, it's yeah. nature. It yeah, is. It's not, she, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. She said, I still uh, imagine myself walking down that trail to the river and, you know, the dog coming up beside me. And she said, when I do that, I just ground and, and I'm immediately back there. So, so thinking about nature, mm. looking at pictures of nature, smelling nature and, two minutes outside I have like if I get super stressed and don't get my time outside um I I even you know I'm a therapist and I find myself going gosh what is wrong with me and then I'll take out the trash which is like a minute outside and then I already feel better and I was like this is what you teach girl oh god it's so funny when you like have your own your own realization like (laughs) oh yeah I guess it does work (laughs) 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 congratulations All right. All right. It does. I'm going to eat my lunch outside and then I'll feel better. <laughs> so I, it's yeah. funny. Sometimes we do miss, miss so many opportunities. I think of just how many opportunities I've missed <clears throat> and just being reminded. 
you know, how, yeah. important, how important nature is. I mean, I had a great, some of my drive was, you know, I had, I had some great driving moments. So I have some great nature moments, uh -huh. but stopping and smelling the roses, you know, oh boy, some goodness. of these, some of these phrases, right? you start remembering these phrases and you're going, there's some magic smelling the roses. Yes. Stopping and pausing. And it, and it doesn't take, yes. I mean, yes, the big immersion in nature is yes. great, but that two minutes of just walking to the trash through my trees and, and all of that, it's, it just immediately can come back. So even if you only get two minutes outside, yeah. it's better than nothing. And, you know, and people say, well, it's the weather, it's rainy or it's hot. And we believe there is no bad weather. There's just bad clothing. So if it's raining, you wear rain gear. Yeah, or, 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 you know, just nothing and just go out there and then run back in after a few minutes. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully in the dark or the backyard. But yeah, yeah, in the backyard for sure. <laughs> so, but to answer your question that I think I totally skipped over was you like, have you noticed any changes? And yeah, honestly, yeah, what kind of change? Yeah, what kind of changes? Yeah, I've noticed that uh, from from early on to now that more men are now seeking therapy, and like okay. men in executive positions and mm. doctors and lawyers, and it's so it's not as taboo. And yeah, and and then I also like with COVID, obviously there was a huge change where people were like, whoa, I need this. And I need, mm. you know, somebody to talk to that I can trust is it's objective. And, uh, and I honestly, in this moment, if someone called me and said, can you recommend me to a private practice therapist? My private practice schedule is full and everyone I know their schedule is full. I know it's so it's so hard to get people in. It's this just, is, yeah. this is one of the rough things, you know, and I think, um, I think it's the telehealth is going to help a lot that'll onboard yes. a lot of people into the pro into the, into the space. And I think mm -hmm. provide some first taste and first touch. And for some people that will be maybe all they need. Um, but hopefully we can, you know, hopefully we can onboard and get more people into the therapist roles. So we've got that face to face mm -hmm. um, option for more people. It's really, I've looked at, I've looked at some of this, the stats on, the number per, I forget what the number of therapists per thousand that they've got listed, but the actual, and that number, I can't remember what I looked at it. You may know it, but I saw it and that looked like a pretty, like that was a weak number. It was like, wow, one therapist for like 70,000 people or something crazier. Mm -hmm. I forget what the number was. I Or seven, maybe not even 7,000. Can't remember the number, but it was like, that seems awfully low. Like the ratio, not very yeah. good, not good enough. And then they were only at 27% nationwide on the number of therapists to the number of people mm -hmm. based on that, that stat. I totally believe it. And it's, uh, I mean, it's just heartbreaking that people are now saying, yeah, I want this. And then right. there's just not enough services out there. There aren't enough services. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. And I've had, um, and I've had quite a few, my last few guests, um, you know, we're all pretty rough stories, like people that really need in-person therapy, like, you know, mm. they need real help, like they got some real stuff to unpack and work on. And, you know, I don't think that's going to be done. I'm not a professional, but I don't think that's going to be done on a Zoom call. You know, I think there's a lot of work that could be done, but some some stuff strikes me as being things they need to sit down with somebody in a room. And I'll tell you that I thought that with COVID, I was like, oh, no, like, because I had to switch and see a lot of people online, obviously. Mm -hmm. And, and I was really worried about it. And 
and there are some disadvantages, of course, like, you know, you can't yeah, see yeah, all the person's sure. body language and, and things like that and energetically, but um, it's not been as bad as I thought. And then a lot of people, um, some people have said, you know, I can share things with you online that I might be too uncomfortable sharing with I, you in a room. I, I, for sure, I would get that. I mean, that's definitely yeah. a cool thing about, about social media or not social media, but about this, this kind of um, platform. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, it's less embarrassing somehow. Yeah. It's like, I feel, they feel like a little protection. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you want to build up and then allow them to be able to have a real human connection uh, that's not on the computer too. But um, sometimes it takes a long time to get there because there, a lot of people don't, I would say the majority of the people I see are 40 plus and mostly 50 plus now. I think as I get older, they keep getting older too. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, and it's like, they're like, why now? Why does this stuff bother me now? It happened so far ago. It's because we're so resilient and you're able to keep that stuff in and keep it in. Yes. And then all of a sudden now you have this free time and you're older and it's all oh. needs to come up. And then, and so, um, it's a lot to unpack. Lots of years of, uh, you know, negative messages and yes. heartbreak and just like, you know, even labels of, you know, I'm depressed or like, you know, I, I, I'm, I don't like labels in that way. It's like you have a depressed part. You have a part of you that's depressed. <laughs> yes, right, that you need right. to work on, but you are not right. depressed. You are, you know, Ken, you are so. Right. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of the um, I had a I had a great discussion with Chuck Hall and a couple other and, and one other individual. And they both were gentlemen my age, roughly. And they both recently found out they were on the autism scale. Oh, I have a lot of clients that are. Yeah. And, and it was interesting. And so as we were talking through um, and he was telling me the website to go to. We were talking, we're kind of promoting that, go get self-tested and everything else. And at the end, I kind of went, you know, I, I was like, I, I was gung-ho. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to run through that. And then I, cause we, we pretty much self-diagnosed on the call. I was like, oh yeah, I'm somewhere on, I'm on the scale for sure. We all, we're all on the spectrum. We're, he described a few of the things and I'm like, yeah. Oh, really? That too. Oh yeah. That one too. Damn. Okay. That's a pretty high likelihood. And then I said, I woke up the next day or that, or that night and laying in the shower or something, sitting in the shower and just went, that's eh, my secret sauce. I don't want to know. I don't want to label. <laughs> so I it's just me. recently, I it's, recently it's saw me. a meme and it, no, 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 it wasn't a meme. It was like a comedian that she's hilarious. I can't remember her name right now, but she, her husband is on the spectrum and she was, she was giving an example of how he acted. And then she asked at the bottom, she's like autistic or man. <laughs> <laughs> and i forget but it was great oh, because the example was like mm, that's a tough one <laughs> yeah <laughs> being a man or being yeah, what's what's the affliction here right Di help me diagnose this behavior oh <laughs> good god yeah yeah so that was it i just decided yeah no label for me it's my it's ken's secret it's my secret sauce so you i go. you know i don't Ken's need secret. a I don't need a label. It's my own. It's just who I am. And it's what makes me, me. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, as long as it's not getting in the way of life and, you know, causing me other troubles, um, which, you know, I, I seem to, I seem to affect of, you know, offended enough people, not so badly th to this level. There you go. So. I just try to stay inside my, inside that lane, right. Try to, I'll try to stay within that bandwidth right. uh, as we go through. Um, how do people find you? What, what, 
you're in Texas and then, but you do, mm-hmm. sounds like you do retreats, you know, outside of Texas. How does it, I how do. does it work? How do you find people? For well, those? I'm on Instagram, Tammy Gilmore. Um, okay. But I, uh, we, um, we've been trying to, um, we've had a lot of requests for glamping because a lot of people want to shower in a bed. So we've added some of those and um, we're actually doing one in um, Acadia National Park in Maine in June that I'm super excited about. Wow. And it is, that's like the ocean meets the mountains. Oh, so you get to both worlds. Man. And we're I, staying in yurts. It's greatness. Uh, the ocean's electric to me with all those, the waves crashing and all the ions and stuff smashing around in those waves. And right. it's just mad. The, o- the ocean's magic. Even, even that, even those kind of mountainy, coldy, a little bit, you know, rainish kind of Portland coast or something is yeah. still magic. Um, See, I'm calming as you're even talking about the magic of. The oh, I'm I'm feeling it too, right? I'm getting reminded of California, you know, the, the just the waves crashing, that sound, that rolling thunder. Yeah, right. I just, it, yeah, I just went to Hawaii for my 60th birthday, and literally, I just did not want to come home. I. That yeah, the coast and the I mean the, I mean there's so much coast in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it it really is like I felt like a different I feel like a different person after I do that also. So, mm. so, so that's and that's exciting. full. I would imagine that retreat's full. It is not full. We are open. Wow. Holy cow! Yeah. So it's and all, and, uh, and is it? Can they find? Can people find it on the website here? They can find it on the website. There's more detailed information um, if you sign up for the list because mm. my I have the most incredible website designer. He is amazing. He is super busy. And so when that happens, when we have planned stuff, it doesn't always get on the website really super fast. Mm. And so, um, yeah. And my, my email is that is Tammy at wilderness, uh, dash retreats.com and, or info at wilderness dash retreats.com. And then, um, Tammy Gilmore on Instagram has, I have a lot of information there. Okay. So, yeah, just call me because it's going to be amazing. And this, the title of this one, though, is is specific. It's designing the next chapter of your life. So it's spending time in nature again, doing what you did when you heard your message, like, hey, this is what I need to do, is like being out there, what's ending for you and letting go of. And so it's like people that may be going through, going to be retiring, big changes mm. in their life or big decades. Like when I turned 60, that was my thing. It was like, OK, I've lived more life than I have left. And I want it to be very meaningful and intentional. So I want to design that. What is it? What do I want it to look like? That. Who am I now? So, and then there's a the period in the middle that's like the liminal period or the yeah. cocoon or incubation of like just listening, which it sounds okay. again like you've already done. So yeah, you can. Yeah, I've done some listening. <laughs> I've done some listening. So um, we're that's what we'll be doing in Maine, but we'll be having a little fun and you having. Bar Harbor fun food and yeah, like uh, seeing some of the sites and um, and there's so many different areas. Cadillac Mountain, it's the first sunset, sunrise. I keep saying sunset, first sunrise in the east. So new beginning, spring, all of that. Mm, man, powerful. So that's yeah. All right, I'm I'm pausing my cities. I'm coming with. Ah! <laughs> pausing my cities. What you're doing sounds so exciting. And when I heard your commercial, I was like, oh my gosh. And like, like t- as far as takeaways go, what you said is mm. like people want to be seen and heard, and you're doing that. Absolutely. Oh. People, 
people That's have awesome. stories. They want their, they want to tell their stories. Um, and they deserve, I mean, people deserve a chance to be heard. And, and I think the other thing, you know, we're doing is, I mean, listening to people being, I, I try to say it like this, being heard mm-hmm. for an hour and a half uh, is super cathartic just in itself, you yes. know, because people, it's very difficult to get a two-way conversation where, you know, you're really the one um, speaking, right? And And you do that. I mean, in therapy, it's really a lot of that. And, and then the questions are interesting because they're things we think about, but people don't, they seldom articulate. Mm-hmm. So, the, mm-hmm. you know, it's this big jar, this big, this big jam, jam full jar of questions, and it's got all these heavy topics in it. And it just peels people back like an onion. I mean, the jar is brutal. Well, yesterday was just, I felt, I mean, it was, it was a rough session for me and the guest, to be honest. Wow. Yeah. I mean, her questions were really hard. I mean, her story was hard. It was going to come out mm. anyway, but, um, but boy, man, she did not get any fluffy questions that it was, she was being, she was really truly being used as a vehicle to tell her story. Yeah. And um, it's a powerful story. And, you know, one of hope in the end, you know, like you said, people are freaking resilient, right? I oh. mean, I am so, I'm like, I, guess, I get yeah, my van I'm after, so inspired. <laughs> yeah, I got, we got out to the van and the van had a flat tire at the end of the whole thing, right? We got outside the front yard and, you know, my van's there and, and I got, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, you know, it's travel life, right? Brand new tires, brand new tires on the back. And one of them was just dead flat. But thankfully I've got this big ass van with four tires in the back so I could drive it. I could limp, I could limp to a tire shop, but <laughs> You know, I, I, that's not going to, after I come out of there and I hear her life story, I got a flat tire. It's like, that's really pretty small in the scheme of things when you mm-hmm. think about life stuff and resilient, you know, if you can't get over that small thing in life, you're not very resilient. And I yeah. see and hear people's stories of resiliency and it's just so inspiring. It is. That's what people are like. I must be hard listening to people's problems all day. And I was like, absolutely not. Hearing their stories yes. and their journey and seeing how strong they are and the things yes. they've overcome. Right. Like, wow. It's so inspiring. So inspiring. That, it, you just said everything that I've discovered, Tammy, over, you know, hearing their stories is so inspiring. You're just like, damn, how are you still showing up every day? Right. Yeah. It just, you really look yeah. at humans and you're like, Jesus, that, that was a shitty life. Like, why are you, how are you still here? Like, I could see you really legitimately trying to end your life like i could understand like it's not the right thing to do but i mean i could understand how you would end up in that situation and um the fact that you come through that moment a few times you know and somehow creep out of it second by second is uh, the resiliency of wanting you know wanting something better and wanting you know um i think people feel like they were dealt a shitty hand and every card that's going to flip might be that their card oh i like that (laughs) Right. It's like they're still showing up to the gambling table. It's like yeah. I haven't given up on this this game yet. Yeah. And hoping for that card to flip over that's a little bit better, you know, give them a little bit better outcome. That's well, true. Tammy, awesome awesome conversation. Um, this was great. Thanks. Thanks so I much. Like I went off on a lot of stuff. So thank you, you for you went out yet. I mean, you 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 shared some great stuff. And and I think the you know, the message is powerful about nature. Um, I would encourage people. I think the, the biggest takeaway is to is to get registered, send you an email, get your get your email in with you, 
um, so you can find out about these retreats because it sounds like an absolutely fantastic time. I would love it. And we do some online classes that, mm. you know, that, that so that's wherever you are, you could do that too. And then giving you things to do to, you can go yourself out into nature on a wander. We do gratitude wanders, wanders with your inner critic, um, okay. with your inner child. Mm. And, um, and so instructions on all of that. And, um, and so hopefully some of that stuff is on our website too, that um, would be beneficial. Yeah, or chase Tammy at Tammy at Wilderness Dash Retreat. I would love to hear from anybody. Yeah. This is, this is like, yeah, passion, purpose. This is what it feels like. When you're living, I know. It's fantastic. Really, again, thanks, Tammy. Um, cool story and cool stuff. Uh, so this show is live now. It'll it'll upload to, um, I think, to uh, Facebook, to LinkedIn, and to YouTube. And you can awesome. find a you can find a, the video here, there, and then about another week or so, we'll get you we'll get out the um, kind of traditional audio format on all the channels. That so everybody, yeah, everybody can find the copy of this episode somewhere, and we'll get you hooked up. I'm going to run a little commercial. I'll meet you on the other side. Okay, thanks. Thanks Bye. everybody. Yeah, thanks everybody for supporting the Mental Health Today show. And uh, if you know anybody that should be a guest, please do find me on LinkedIn or anywhere else. Yeah, loose baby. But we're about to go and make this vessel with these great professionals yeah. in public glass. We're not part of the community, but we're from Ooh. the outer family of glass blowing. Yeah, we're gonna go make a magical giant jar with optic lenses so that if you turn it, it changes all the time. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Come.